You are listening to a message from Southview Church, located right outside of Nashville in Spring Hill, Tennessee. Now here's our featured sermon of the week. The greatest attack, the species that's probably been under attack the most, is the dad. As I say the word father, I don't want to disqualify mothers in the room. And I want you as a mother to take what I say. If you're a young person in the room, I want you to, to take these words. If I talk about sons and I don't mention daughters as much, daughters in the room, grab what I say because it's, it's truth for everyone. Fathers are the most attacked species on the planet. And, and it's been the enemy's plan from day one, you can watch television and the father is is just ridiculed. He's made to nothing. And there is a, an assignment behind that. And it's, it's because fathers release identity in kids. Fathers release identity over the nations. Fathers are the ones that look at, look at a child and they say, this is who you are. These, these are your strengths. These are your talents. And, and it's so important because who people are is everything. Your identity comes from God, but it also comes from fathers and mothers in your life. God will speak through fathers and mothers He will speak His oil through them and it will change your life. Something happens in your life when a father rocks up. Something happens in your life when a father stops his busy schedule and says, let me pour some oil over you. Let me show up to your game of life. You know, I played um, a game of football. I remember when I was, I'm still skinny, but even skinnier and shorter And I was scared when I played Australian rules football, way more dangerous than American football because we don't wear pads and we actually punch each other. And it's a whole story. But anyway, Aussies are a little violent. And I remember, you know, waking up on cold mornings like this, having to play against these man-childs in the country that they got beards and they're 14 and they're three times my body weight, the football would come up and I would be terrified. My dad was so busy, he never came to any of my games. He loved us, provided for us, taught us about having faith in God, but he never came to our games. There was one game he came to. One game he came to and and I knew he was there and in Australian football, we play in a giant oval, a massive oval, 18 aside, and you're just kicking and punching the whole game. And, uh, and the ball's involved, but mostly punching and kicking. My dad came to that game, and I want to tell you, something came over me. I Honestly, I, I've reflected on this moment, and I became superhuman. That's the only way I could describe it. We're skinny little... You guys are calling me a toehead, like whatever that is, blonde. Where I'd normally run and cower, I would jump on people's backs and take the greatest mark over their shoulders and I would land and go, what the, what happened? I would run at big guys and knock them over. I remember stepping on this big guy's chest with my cleats as I had the football in my arm. I'm like, this is amazing. <laughs> I literally turned into 
another person. I turned into the true version of myself. I turned into the true version of who Dave Harvey was always made when a father rocked up. First Samuel, I want you to go there, chapter 16. It's the craziest story. The Lord's been just making me meditate on this the last four weeks. Samuel is in the king's palace and the Lord says to him, you've got oil, go get some. Here's the one thing I want to say to fathers and mothers in the room. You have oil. You have oil. What the next generation needs is oil. They don't need a come on, pick yourself up and come on, you'll never be this or you're so bad at. They don't need that. They need the oil of God coming through your head, through your mouth, through your loving eyes. They need to hear who they are. And God says to Samuel, you've got oil. Go find a kid. Go find a kid and think about it. He didn't just live down the road. This was a journey for this father. God's going to stop some of you. There is too much busyness in Western society. There is too much busyness for you to go, oh, look, I can fit a kid in in four months. Maybe I'll give him five minutes. No, stop your life. Stop your life. Be like the prophet Samuel and the Lord is going to lead you lead you to people, people that are not in this church, people that are in the bars. Our students had a little breakout in the bar last night, which was fun. (laughs) Father God put them on and they began to speak over a waitress. Used to be a worship leader, is that right? Crazy. Connected her. Like Samuel goes to the house of Jesse and Jesse brings out his best kids. I love, I love this, like goes to Mark and Leanne's, bring out the 40 kids and it's like, nope, 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 nope. Have you got any more? And they're like, oh, he's like, oh yeah, I got one. He's out the back with the sheep. Brings David in, you know the story, brings him in and the Lord says, this is him. Pour oil over him. Pour oil over him and call him someone that he doesn't think he is. My thoughts towards you outnumber the grains of sand on the sea, the Lord says. David wrote that. If I was to try to count the waterfall of God's love, every drop shouts courage. Every drop shouts, you've got the ball. You can do this. Every drop shouts, you are a champion. Every drop from that waterfall. And you cannot count them, baby. Every single person here has access to the water of God, the oil of God. And Samuel speaks to this kid and says, you're going to be a king. Crazy town. And here's what happens when oil is released chain of events start happening over that kid's life that no one could stop. God pulls his spirit away from Saul, the king, and everyone's like, flip, Saul's possessed. Let's find someone who's excellent at what they do. Let's find someone who's an excellent worshiper because maybe they could bring the presence of God back. 
there's a kid, little kid. I, I know he's excellent. We've heard stories about him. He's excellent. He's actually a skillful warrior. Let's get him. His name's David. David, through craziest oil-started chain of events, gets brought before King Saul and plays and the presence of God comes. America has not lost the presence of God. Australia hasn't lost the presence of God. It's lost the oil of God. It's lost the face of God. Did you hear me? It's lost the face of God. How does the face of God come on the next generation? It comes through fathers and mothers. I don't need a father. I've got Father God. Well, that, that's really cool. I love that theory. God set up a family. God set up church as family. Did you hear me? He set up this church as a family. There is an anointing here from this family. You guys are the greatest family. And that anointing means that we carry oil. And it shifts things. You know, there's a revival right now in Melbourne, Australia. In, you know, Melbourne is more secular, more crazy than San Francisco. Like crazy laws, crazy education in schools, like scary stuff. And right in the darkest place, like King Saul's palace that was possessed, God anoints a little boy with oil and he comes in and brings the presence and changes. Changes the palace. Changes it. That's what this world needs right now in Melbourne. A pastor, he said this, he said, I just met him recently. He said, hey, I was literally, I was just off stage. I'm about to walk on stage. And I said, this prayer came out of my mouth. Watch it when the father prays out of your mouth. He will do that. You'll start praying things. You're like, what did I just say? Don't grab it. Just let it go. And watch, he said, God, would you father me? And he thought, why did I say that? Gets on stage immediately, the person of Jesus appears in front of him and he's absorbed into Christ. Goes into a trance. This is in a, a big church. This is like multi-campus church, but this is the, the main campus, one of the main streets in Melbourne. The meeting goes for 12 hours. He's held up by two men and prophesies for 80 minutes over people over the future of the church. Melbourne didn't have a political problem. Melbourne didn't have an education problem or a, or a, a whatever problem. It had an oil problem. And now people are flying in. Religious people are getting sold out for Jesus Christ. They're giving their lives to Christ. People are coming and tumors are just dropping off of them. Cancer's getting healed. David has oil now because a father stopped and gave him oil. But he, check this out. Malachi says this, Malachi 4.6, In the last days, God will turn the hearts of the fathers back to their children and the hearts of their children to their fathers. Do you know, children, however that relates to you in this room, you carry oil. You 
carry oil that fathers and mothers need. You literally have oil that they need. What's generational revival? It looks like this. It looks to like sons and daughters coming to fathers and mothers and saying, what's, what's a dream in your heart that you haven't had time to fulfill? What do you burn for? Like, what do you ache for? And the father's going, I wish I had this. I wish I had time. And as a son going, well, I've killed a lion. I've killed a bear. I think I can take care of that for you. I'm going to align my oil and my talents with your dream and your desire as a father and I'm going to turn to you and I'm going to make that happen and that's what happens God sets up a series of events Dave is brought back through through the oil to give bread to his brothers and there's Goliath taunting the armies of God and he hears that Saul has a problem Saul has a dream I want to be free of this giant goes to his father and he says, let me help you out with that. I got a testimony or two. And the same God that saved me from the lion, saved me from the bear, he will destroy this Philistine. And when you turn your heart towards a father, young ones, they create space. At the right time, they create space. When the presence of God comes on them, the oil comes on them, it came on Saul, he's like, you got this, baby. Go and be my chief warrior. Go out and kill the giant. And this, you know the story. David destroyed the giant and fulfilled father and mother's dream. I've got to end like now, don't I? This is it. Um, there's the word. David also, David also had his heart healed. He was rejected, remember? His dad did not invite him. <laughs> he walked around with rejection. Many fathers walk around with rejection. Many sons and daughters walk around with rejection like I did. And this is what David said in Psalm 133. It says how beautiful it is when brothers gather together in unity. It's like the oil flows down the prophet's beard, thick oil. <laughs> it drops in your soul. And you are changed. There the Lord has commanded a blessing. Recently, I had a woman step, step under the anointing as a father. You know, women, you can step into the father. You know that? She prophesied oil over my head. Apostolic season started. I've been through the hardest 12 months of my life. She prophesies. And I go down to the power of God. And then two weeks later, I wake up and I'm driving to church. And I realize a quarter of the way there, oh my gosh, I don't have anxiety. 
Right now, I'm just driving around my soul looking for anxiety and there's nothing. <laughs> I must have literally gone to church every time with anxiety. I thought it would leave me. Okay, it's just maybe hype. It's charismatia, you know, you guys, all that stuff. Not you guys. It stayed. When things that would normally trigger me and cause me to react in a, a way not my identity would come, it stayed. And I just feel like God wants to release oil on people today. God has called you an oil carrier. You're a prophet who brings unity. You're a prophet who brings identity. You're a prophet. Doesn't matter if you're 16. Doesn't matter how old you are. You are a prophet. David was young. I don't know if he was 16 or younger when he killed Goliath. God wants to release identity today. So if you want that, this is your moment. Just stand. Close your eyes, lift your hands above your head like there's a big vial. It's funny how that action of worship, it's lift your hands, you know. The righteous will lift their hands. Why do the righteous lift their hands? It's because oil can fill that cup. A cup with one side doesn't get filled. It just drains everywhere. This is your action when you drive. Well, not when you drive. Well, unless you've got one of those Teslas that drives itself. This is your action. <laughs> yeah, Holy Spirit, right now, we... We acknowledge the Father is in the room. <laughs> and the Father looks at everyone in this room, everyone who's had a dad not show up to their game. And Father, right now I pray you pour your oil on them and that you show up to their game where they were beaten, where they were walked out on, where there was abuse. God, I pray right now, let the oil come. Let the oil come. Let the oil come. Let forgiveness flow like a hot stream. Let forgiveness flow. And I pray right now for oil for others, oil for their neighbours, oil for the bars they'll go to. Oil for the sports games they'll go to. Oil everywhere, the school they go to. Let this be a family that extends identity today. Let the identity of the Father come and let grace break out. Let oil cause grace. Easy breakthrough, easy breakthrough. People transitioning from LGBTQ easy because of the oil. People who used to be drug addicts, transitioning and becoming business people. People that are just, oh my goodness. Wow, there's fire on this room. You are fire carriers. Lord, let it break out in this church. Let it break out. Let there be the greatest sense of peace. Why don't you pray for that right now? Ask Him for a peace that destroys chaos in you. Ask Him for a peace that destroys chaos and hovers over the waters and creates.
There's a startup anointing in this room. God told me during worship, there's a startup anointing. God is starting things today, starting brand new things that'll be successful. We bumped into one of our alumni at a little coffee cart and we prophesied a double portion over him yesterday. I can't remember. The day before, we prophesied over him. He texted us and said, I just got the day before you came, I just got the biggest deal of my, which is going to blow my business into the sky. Like it's going to increase my business. So Father, increase. Increase your family here. May sons and daughters know their identity. May they know who they are. Okay, I'm going to get in trouble, but it doesn't matter. This, this is so important because talents have been given by God. Talents have been given to every one of you by God. Talents have been given. Talents, you're going to be accountable for your talents. You're going to, you're going to say, Father, here's what I did with my talents. Read Matthew, my talents my talents. Do you even know what your talents are? Do you even own them? Or are they God's? And is He a nasty, grumpy old man that you're going to bury it in the ground somewhere? Fathers and mothers, call out the talents. Sons and daughters, call out the talents of your dads and your moms. Call it out because you will see the Father multiply those talents and change this region. This region is going to be massively impacted. Thank you so much for listening to Southview Church. Southview Church is a non-denominational, multicultural, multi-generational, Holy Spirit-filled and led community. We believe that who the sun sets free is truly free. If you would like to connect with us further, check us out at southview.cc and follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram.